All right. So I'm, I'm Russ M., Recover Compulsive Overeater from the Philadelphia area. Um, through the grace of God, I have about three and a half years of abstinence. I came in January of 2017. And, dude, my life was in shambles. Everything lost everything. Lost friends, relationships. I lost my business. The compulsive overeating, blowing, you know, 60, 70 dollars a day in food on credit cards and money that I didn't have. I made, and uh, you know, when you're in that food fog, you're making bad business decisions. You're making bad family decisions. I screwed up everything. And, you know, I don't want to blame everything on a disease. Although, you know, you, you're making decisions and planning your life under the influence. It's not that great. So how can you be a success? I'm a stone cold failure. And even today I'll say that. And it's only through the grace of God that I'm, talking to you on a Zoom meeting. Honest to goodness, I won't lie to you. It's the truth. Uh, so it's always been food my whole life. Up and down, inside out, medium-sized, skinny, fat clothes, skinny clothes, the pills, the workouts. Um, I blew more money uh, between the food and trying to get off the food, hundreds of thousands of dollars over my lifetime. Uh, and I always had to get that hit. And you know, I, I came up, I had a lot of pressure as a kid and that along with, and I never was a drinker, never drugs, but food was always there. You know, it's always there at all times. I said, you know, I don't go to jail for eating a cup, you know, three slices of pizza or whatever. You know, my point is it's always been food. I've always been wired for food. You know, I'm the, I'm the only child in my family. I'm the youngest of, of, of my family. I'm the namesake. I'm the only boy of my immediate family. I got to pass the name on. My grandfather was like a gangster, honest to goodness, no lie. And there was a lot of pressure and I had to, you know, I had to keep the name right. And, you know, food always medicated me from that. You know, from a young age, I always just got lost in, in that. And it was my whole life. I, uh, you know, it just stole so much from me, stole everything from me, this disease. And, uh, in 2000 of, uh, um, here, here we go, here we go. And about 2007, 2008, um, in my old practice, and I had a buddy through music, I play a little bit of music, that I knew was recovered, crack addict. And, uh, you know, I said, John, I know right where I was standing in the office, I said, John, man, you know, I'm going to have this issue with food. I don't know what to do. So you ever try a 12-step program? You know, I said, why the hell would I need that? As for weak people, you know, I'm Dr. Russ. I know everything. I took all kind of biochemistry, nutrition. I'm a doctor. Why the hell would I need this shit? Ooh, sorry. Why would I need this? Sorry about that. But that's how it went. He said, look, you don't know. You don't need. You don't know that you need it until you know you need it. Kind of like that for today reading. You, know, you don't know enough is enough until you know what more than enough is. Right. Kind of along those lines. So he planted the seed and whoever had that that Overeaters Anonymous 12, 12 Steps, 12 Traditions book. I bought that from Amazon. Amazon was just starting up. I got it. I read the first step. I said, screw this baloney. And I threw the book down. And for 10 years, I proceeded to destroy my body. Uh, I was up to probably, you know, that's close to 300, about 285 or something. I got it with the scale around 280. And, uh, 
I was screwing everything up. Money problem, everything. I stole from my kids. I, they just money, you know, they get hits to know. And if I, you know, I was using money for food and then, you know, we didn't have it for Christmas gifts. And it was a mess, just chaos and confusion. And my wife, God bless her. You know, she hung in there. She hung in there. And Friday the 13th of 2017, we get into a little argument. I flip out. My anger's out of control. She pulls me into the living room and says, you need to get your stuff straight. You know, you tried shrinks. You tried all these different things, and it didn't work. And we're getting tired of this. You know, I had four kids at the time. No, five with the baby. And she said, you know, you need to get your stuff together. Either you're going to change or you're out the door. And she was right. She was right. So, you know, I had been snooping around listening to podcasts, hearing Harwin, Larry, Larry Kay, all these people. I didn't know them at all. Not one bit, but I had been snooping for about a year just listening. And it was working on me. And I was finding out, you know, I listened to the only birthday party and I hear all these things. I'm like, man, these people are some of the strongest people in the world. But I identified with them. I identified with their struggle that it was me, but they got over it. They had joy. They were getting free. And that was it. I was in bondage. And I, you know, so I knew that there was a meeting around the corner from my house. And I, you know, for a year down by my office, there's two meetings. Oh my gosh, you know, here and there and that I'm not going. I would make excuses. I did that for a year. When my wife gave me that ultimatum, I'm like, look, it stole money from me. It stole friendships from me. It stole relationships with my, with my family from me. It just took everything from me. When I allowed it to take the thing that mattered most to me is my family. When it got in there, man, I, I had to do something. So when I was younger, I didn't say this to you. you know, I'm five foot nothing. But one thing that helped me, I was a professional wrestler, if you can believe it. It was my obsession, just like the food. I did everything wrestling all the way up. And then I got trained and I became a wrestler for about four to five years in my 20s. And, uh, you know, I got in front. I, I've been in front of a lot of people, man. Puerto Rico, I was like 10 to 15,000 people and I had them in my hands. I was a little twerp from outside of Philadelphia. Shouldn't even be in the ring. It's really counterintuitive. And I never had any fear. But to dial that phone number of the outreach person for that first meeting, whew, forget it. Forget it. I was pooping a brick. I was shaking. I was shaking uh, to do it. But she said, look, honey, she was from New York and moved down to my area. She goes, don't worry. Somebody will be there for you. We'll get you there. We get in there, right? And I felt like I was at home. I identified with everybody. But the thing that they read in our meeting, it was a big book meeting. That was a week for the big book. They read how it works. Seldom do we see someone fail who thoroughly followed our path. And I had failed my whole life. Everything, all of it, you know, everything was a Failure. If I could got paid to be a failure, I'd be a billionaire. I did it right. I was good at failing. But I heard I didn't, wasn't going to fail. So uh, there was hope. There was a seed. Something was planted. So what does any good junkie do? I go out and binge for two days. And then that, that Tuesday night, I got in. I was done. I was done. I got on my knees. And I was in front of my refrigerator. And I said, Lord, you got to take this off me. I can't do this no more. And that was it. I was desperate. I was losing it. And I just went to meetings, went to meetings. They're more tool-based meetings. And then I heard about this 
phone meeting, Vision for You. It was a big book meeting. And I always, I was listening, I didn't have a big book. I used to listen to it on iTunes and it made that doctor's opinion, that doctor's opinion changed my life. That I couldn't help myself because my ass was crazy when it came to the food. I was obsessed. I was in a binge before I even ate something. Before I even ate one thing, I was in a binge. My whole life, my whole life was a relapse from eight years old. I was constantly in the food and I couldn't understand it. But when I read that doctor's opinion and I actually, when I heard it on iTunes, I said, man, the man's mind has to be clean before he starts. It's something in the mind. They need the spiritual awakening. Now I'm, Hey man, I'm Catholic. I'm, I got a relationship with Jesus. I ain't no good ass Catholic, but you know, I, I try, I work every day. I surrender my life, but you know what I found out? I didn't surrender everything and I had to be broken, battered and, we agnostics brought me to beat me into a state of reasonableness. I had to have be all out of answers. So the big book is where I found it. That's just how it is. I found it through the big book. I can't speak for no one else. Only reason why I, reason why I have recovery is because I worked these steps through the big book. The tools accompany that. You know, if I'm doing it by the way it's laid out, I'm calling people, I'm texting people, I'm writing, you know, I'm working on my spiritual way of life. I'm working on my, you know, all the tools, everything. Those nine tools that are in there, they're incorporated. in. So that's what freed me. That's what freed me. And I put my name out and then I got this call. Hey, bro. What's up, man? You know, Charles, my man, Charles. And he mentored me for about, three, about a month and a half and read the big book with me, but he didn't have a spot for me. So he hooked me up with Craig. And that was it. And the rest is history. And we worked these steps as laid out in the big book. I did the hard stuff. I did the inventory, all the crap. I didn't want to look at it myself, but I was desperate. It was more than my family then. It was about being free and trying to be useful and be productive and be what God has made me to be. Whatever the heck that is, I'm still trying to figure it out. But I'm rolling with the punches. I mean, I made financial amends only through the grace of God. I made amends with my sex conduct, things that I did as a young guy, only through the grace of God. Resentments have changed. I re God has repaired relationships that were like done, like weren't supposed to come back, only through the grace of God in this program. Sponsoring people. I, I learned more from my sponsees than I, it's just incredible. It's a huge, monumental blessing in 2018 so i'm an only child i'm just going to be frank with you my mom got into financial trouble i didn't know for over 10 years since my dad passed god rest his soul i thought i was going to die because my name is on properties on material i'm connected to it it's over i'm done i'll never be free i'm in program i'm free i'm out of the food for about a year and a half two years now, if I was in the food, I would have been dead. I would have been dead. See, God mapped that out. He allowed that to, to, to happen. And guess what? It worked out great for everybody involved because I surrendered. And that's just, and I developed my spiritual life, developed my conscious contact with God, worked my 10 steps, worked my 11 steps and 12 steps. You know, I, I, I call Harlan. He's like my one of it's like my family, man. These guys are like my family now. This this fellowship. It's a hard, you know, this problem with my mind. He said, listen, Russell, recover. 
recover, recover, just recover, take on more spots. He's worked this program and spiritual things will happen. Miracles will happen. You don't know what's going around the corner. He was right. So this program gave me my life back. This is no longer about eating. The obsession was lifted on December, uh, I'm sorry, January 17th, almost spontaneously with me. I'm not lying to you. It's not, it wasn't like a white light thing. You know, I still was scared. I didn't know where God was, but it was lifted. And I got clear and I worked the steps so I could grab this spiritual awakening. And it changed me from the inside out. Now I have my days, right? I'm, hey, I'm Sicilian. You know, if I, if I can't get in the door of my office, I'm, I want to punch somebody in the face. But now I have a program of action. I have 10, 11, and 12. I got fellows. I got people around me that can help me. You know, and more than anything, I have a relationship with God that's based on trust, something I ate over and destroyed my body because, in, you know, I was this big Jesus man, but I didn't trust God. I was this big faith man of faith, but I had no faith. It ate me from the inside. You know, it wasn't what I was eating. It was what was eating me. So this is what this, this program, I crashed and burned, which was the best thing that ever happened to me. Best thing ever happened to me was crash and burn because people were enabling me. People were giving me money. People were helping me. And I never changed until I my life was destroyed and I had nothing left. That's the only option was God. So it was deeper than food. The food was just the medication that was destroying me physically. But I had a spiritual malady. I was sick on the inside. And uh, getting a little crazy here. It's like I'm getting into a wrestling promo. I'm sorry. I got to temper it a little bit. But, you know, my life, this is just in a short, packed, concise uh, story, but it's true. So newcomers that are struggling with the food, you, you ain't going to put, put, your, put your good, your, you know, your, your best foot first. Dig in. Do what you have to do. Don't be afraid. No excuses. Go to any lengths necessary to get free, and you'll have a life that you can't believe. I can't believe it. I'm sitting in this office. My best, one of my best friends saved my rear end in a blessing. I got laid off from the other office. I sold everything. I sold everything. I had no, I, I was just going to stay there and be an employee my whole life because I was, you know, I was content. God gave me some peace. And then upside down, I get because of this, you know, what's going on in the country. I wouldn't be here if God didn't bless me with this. I wouldn't be on this line if God didn't. And it wouldn't have came if I wasn't in program. People say, oh, well, you believe in God. You believe there could be miracles. But when you're constantly getting your hit and you're, I'm a junkie. I'm a junkie. When I'm constantly trying to alter my reality, how can I develop a spiritual relationship with God? And based on trust, based on trust, I only have what I have. I only have my breath because of, because of this God in this So. The newcomer, you know, it, it seems hopeless. Well, you can, you can get free. You can get free. You can get free. If I got free, anybody can get free. I was a train wreck. And I and most people that would talk to you and tell you about me say, he's a pretty good guy. Not a bad guy. That, and I wasn't malicious. I never was underhanded to try to hurt somebody. But I could never trust God. Now I can. Now, in, in, in all honesty, I said, Lord, how are you going to show up now? When I have a problem, I say, hey, man, you got me out of $500,000 jam and helped my mom and helped everybody involved. And it all worked out. Everybody got paid. 
What are you going to do? So now I need to figure out how I'm going to get my car fixed. You know, it's like, it's not, it's not catastrophizing. Anymore. I have trusting us. The only way I know how to do it. And, um, that's pretty much, that's what, that's what I got. Uh, you know, if anybody would like to, you know, if you want to talk sometime, I'll give you my stuff later, but, uh, just, just realize it's, you got a shot and it's a good shot. I don't care if you're 550 pounds. I don't care if you're, if, if, if you're bulimic, you can be free. All you got to do is work the step, like really work. Don't be afraid to get serious with yourself. You know, just be truthful. The truth will set you free. It's going to hurt you. It's going to feel like crap. But once you get over that, you know, just like the gym, you want to, you know, get some big arms, you do 25 curls, you're going to be sore for the next couple of days. But guess what? After that soreness goes, you start to develop a muscle. And this is what happens. You can be free. You can be free. Honest, I won't lie to you. I won't lie to you. It ain't perfect. It ain't perfect. Life is not perfect. But now I have a, I got the steps. I have my spiritual canopy. I have something that protects me and allows me to be like not half nuts. You know, maybe I'm half nuts. I was full nuts there. Now I'm half nuts. And I can be useful to my kids, my wife, my the lady that endured all this craziness, my mother, my friends. So I, th I think that's pretty good. You get my point. Just do the work. You'll be fine. And if you ever need my help, I'll always be there. Honest to goodness. I'm not even BSing you because it's a lifeline for me too. You know, when all else fails, work with another alcoholic saves the day. We need each other. We need each other. And it's not, you're not, you know what? And if you ain't feeling inconvenience, you ain't working a program right. If it ain't pinching you a little bit, hurting you a little bit, you'll never be growing. So whatever you need, I'm here for you. Thank you for letting me share.